0: Well, this pathway is a very simple pathway, but this world isn't. This physical creation isn't simple. It's very complex. So why is this creation so complex, so complicated, so difficult, so hard, so challenging, when the other location of existence, which is in spirit, isn't? It's because this one is a separation. This is a creation of separation. It has separated itself from the truth. And any time we separate ourselves from our truth, doesn't life get more complicated? And That's just what happened for the soul. The moment the soul, in its experiential journey, began to move in separation away from the truth, away from that simplicity, it got caught up in everything that isn't simple. And it began to move more and more into the complication, trying to find solution, answer, a way out. And have you ever done that? Have you ever had a real problem? And the more you chase after trying to find the solution for that problem, it just seems like you're further away from where you want to go. You're having a harder time figuring out what to do. And yet all the time right in front of you is the answer, is the solution, is the way that you really want to go. But when we look at that, we go, but I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do. And we go off looking for the answer we want rather than the answer that is. What is the answer that we want? We want the answer that takes it and gives it to somebody else to do it for us. Just do this for me. I don't want to do this. Do this for me, Mom. I don't want to clean up my room. You know, we do this with our lives all from the very beginning to the very end. And yet, what ultimately happens? Ultimately, it comes back to us. No, you've got to clean up your room. No, you've got to do your homework. No, you've got to go to work. No, you've got to be responsible what you said to your wife or your husband. And so it is in this journey. Throughout all of existence in this creation, this creation is putting it back in our face. You did it. You correct it. You haven't done it, so get it done. So the key here is to stay on top of the energy of things. Pay attention, what's unfolding, what's moving, what's happening, and be present in the movement of your life in this existence. Another way I put it is be responsible for your thoughts and your feelings, your actions and your reactions. Be responsible. Another way to put it is to be aware. Be awake. Be participating, be doing. Stop waiting for others to do it for you. Isn't that what we call irresponsibility? We sit back and we go, well, someday somebody will get it done. Why not just get it done now? If we're living in pain and separation, in anger and frustration, and alone. A loneliness and we want it to be different the only one that can really make a change is us we've got to take action we've got to take responsibility in some form or another we have to take action and responsibility for where we are and how we got there and it's very interesting there's a shortcut There's always a shortcut. We're always looking for the shortcut. But when we find that shortcut, we don't like it. Because it takes us right back through what it is we're trying to avoid. So rather than take the shortcut, we take the long route, trying to find the solution, trying to get away from that which we need to move through to get it complete. So no longer does it bother us, no longer does it disturb us, no longer is it incomplete. The challenge is the shortcut always takes us back through what it is we're trying to avoid to get it done. The long route is ever taking us further away from the fulfillment of that action of doing. ever looking for somebody out there to do it for us. So the key is to stay present, to stay focused in the moment, and be responsible for what's happening right now. To share your loving, to share your truth, to be active, not reactive. Maybe even to be proactive. Pay attention. When you're driving down the road, are you proactive or not? Proactive is one who is searching out in front of them, paying attention to the rear view mirrors to see what's happening around them. And if down the road you see that there's a barricade on your lane, you pull on over as soon as you realize that so that you're not gonna have a problem getting off your lane and into the line of traffic later. But have you ever paid attention and watched people just drive right down to the very barricade, and then they're stuck there trying to get over and everybody else is going, well, we got over early, why didn't you? And now you're stuck there trying to get over. It's just because that person hasn't paid attention what's going on in the road in front of them. They're so caught up in right now in this moment in front of them and they live kind of blindly that they don't really pay attention to see what's out in front of them. Well this pathway, this life of spirit wants you to live aware not just in this moment but what is right in front of you that you are on this pathway of. And to pay attention to the obstacles, to the challenges, to the events that are coming toward you so that you are prepared and aware of how to move with it. Spirit doesn't like for you to be caught up in all these surprises in life. Spirit would rather be aware of the events of life and prepare for them and move in preparation and then in that prepared state, fulfill what's right in front of you. But a lot of people do live asleep in this world. They live ignorant of their environment and the events in their environment. And then they just blame the world and they blame other people for what's happening to them, when a lot of times... If they would just pay attention, they wouldn't have the same challenges that they do have, not paying attention. That's why Rumi and so many other spiritual teachers, including ourselves, are always saying, Wake up, wake up. You know, wake up and pay attention. Wake up and see the road in front of you. Wake up and find out where it is you're really going in the movement of your life. And see if that's really where you want to go. Wake up. And that's the key here. You know, you hate to see somebody walk into a window or a glass door and bump themselves and hurt themselves. And why do they do that? Maybe I should ask, and why did you do that? It's because your attention was elsewhere. You were focused elsewhere and you weren't paying attention to your environment. And because you were distracted and your thoughts and your feelings in some form or another distracted, you walked right into it. Well, have you ever walked into something in your life and wondered how did the hell did you get here? How in the world did you ever hit this wall? You should have seen this wall coming. You should have turned around a long time ago just to get away from that wall and find a different route. But no, we walk right into it anyway. Well, if you do that, don't judge yourself. Let it be okay. But learn from it. Isn't that what this world's about? Learn from your experiences. You know, the old story of burn your hand on the stove and hopefully you're gonna learn from it as a child. So you won't just keep reaching up every day and burning your hand again and again and again. Well, as a child, we did burn ourselves, but we learned pretty quick. Well, don't put your hand up there when mom's cooking because it's gonna get hurt. So learn from your experiences. If you bump into a wall, if you walk into a glass door, if you find an obstacle and you keep running into it all the time, pay attention and realize that's not the way to go. You're not gonna get where you wanna go because that obstacle is there stopping you. So find a different route. The same with, if you keep repeating the same experience, expecting change, and it doesn't change, and you get mad because it doesn't change, maybe instead of getting mad, change the way you're approaching the experience and see if it doesn't change. Keep trying new ways to move through an experience, to handle something, to resolve it, to see what does work. If your partner, if your friend, likes to get into an argument because somehow or another that makes them feel more powerful and you find yourself always getting caught up in the argument, trying to prove them wrong, trying to get your way, whatever it might be, and all it does is lead you into a place of separation and aloneness. Maybe the way to change that is to approach it differently. My first spiritual teacher I had taught me something the very first day we were together. He got me into an argument. It was very quick. I mean, I just came right out of the blue as far as I was concerned. And he got right into this discussion that led into an argument, just so quick. And I couldn't believe it. I thought, this is a spiritual teacher and he wants to argue? And so, right away I started arguing back my viewpoint. Afterward, I was really kind of upset. And he said, so what did you learn from that? And I said, learn from that? What did, well, I was supposed to learn something from this? He says, well yeah, life is experience and experience is opportunity to learn. So what did you just experience in this opportunity of learning? And I said, I don't know what I experienced except I'm really mad, I'm really upset. I don't feel like you've been hearing me. And he said, well, that's because you were so busy trying to convince yourself that you were right, that you weren't talking to me, you were talking to yourself. He said, the one thing you've gotta do is you've gotta share with a person. Don't try to convince a person. And the easiest way to win an argument is don't get into the argument in the first place. Be silent, be patient. Listen to what they have to say and see what wisdom or truth they might be really sharing that maybe you've been avoiding or not looking at or that you could take and add to your own and make your experience and your truth richer rather than immediately put up in your barriers and go for the fight. He said, the easiest way to win an argument is not to get in the argument. I thought, yeah, right. So weeks later, one of my best friends and I get into an argument. We had never argued, ever. And all of a sudden, here we are, and I'm kind of thinking, okay. I started getting caught up in it for a moment, and then I remembered what my teacher had said. I thought, okay, I'm going to approach this different. I'm going to see what happens if he really knows what he's talking about. So rather than me pushing back and trying to convince him that I was right, that I know better, and trying to convince myself as well, I just stopped in the argument of joining in, and I listened. I listened to what he had to say. And after a few moments, all of a sudden he started saying, well, come on, what's the matter with you? I don't like this, stop it. I said, stop what? And he says, you're not arguing, you're not fighting back. I need you to fight with me on this. I want to know what you think. And I go, oh, you want to know what I think? Oh, well, why don't you just ask that then? I don't want to go into an argument so that you can find out what I think. And he said, but you know, I have to argue. I've got to prove my point. I've got to prove to me that I know the truth. And I go, oh my God, my teacher knows what he's talking about. (laughs) And after that, I learned that arguments can serve in a great way, but you've got to move into them differently and bring the other person into the argument in a different way so it no longer is an argument. It's a discussion, it's a sharing, it's a participation. It's a listening dynamic back and forth rather than one of friction, of fighting, of right and wrong. And I learned from that experience with my friend that there really is no right or wrong. There's just my viewpoint through my experience and your viewpoint through yours. And sometimes it's not even what our experience is. It's what other people have told us to be true. And we've taken that truth on as our own, not even knowing for sure if that truth is really true or not. So look and see how you're approaching your day and the moment of every day. And see if you're really participating in your life. Are you really participating or not? If you're participating, you're paying a little bit more attention to your environment and that road that you're on. Whether you're driving down the road, walking down the street, or just sitting somewhere, you're still in a movement of consciousness, moving from a point to another. Are you paying attention to see what's out there? Remember, those things that are out on that roadway, you've put them there. Those obstacles, those road barriers, whatever it might be, you put them there. Aren't I often saying that a big part of the beginning of this meditation practice is you waking up to realize all the things that you've placed between you and God and that you've got to move past them, through them. And the only way to really move through those barriers is through loving. And so we love the Lord, our destination. We love the Lord. And we just keep holding our focus on God and loving God. And the loving melts away, burns away the obstacles. They just dissolve. They move. They're gone. And the roadway opens up before us. And so if we're paying attention to our life and we're loving everything that's in front of us, that person, that job, that problem, if we love it all, the love will go in and begin to dissolve it, bring solution to it, bring the loving into it, and it will change. Right before our eyes, and we can keep moving on that road much easier than we might have otherwise done so. But what do people often do when they're moving through their life and they see an obstacle? They turn away and they try to avoid it. They avoid the argument. They avoid the person. They avoid the situation. They avoid the responsibility. And they fill their life over here with something else to distract them so that they don't have to go and handle that. Well, these are the things you've created, or these are the things that are your opportunity of learning. Why avoid that? Why not go in and bring balance to those things that you've created imbalance with, or go into the lesson and learn it now quickly so you can keep moving forward rather than avoiding the lesson? I learned early on, that when my mother said, go clean up your room, it was easier for me just to go clean up my room. And then I had more time to do other things than trying to figure out how to avoid cleaning up my room, only to find out that, okay, you're gonna have to clean up your room. Okay, you're not gonna get your allowance. Okay, if you don't get this done, there's other penalties involved. I learned right away, I didn't like all that other stuff that came with me not doing what I needed to be doing. This was my responsibility. This was my room and it was now time for me to learn how to be responsible for my stuff. And I learned pretty quick either it's going to be a constant reminder which I didn't want or get it done and then I don't have to be reminded and there's not all this friction in the house. And I didn't like friction, so it was easier just to do it. And then I found one thing more. If I keep my room straight, then I don't even have to have my mom remind me to clean my room. So I learned, put it back where it was when you're complete with it. Just keep things straight, just put them back in place. And that way, my room was always neat. My mother couldn't say, hey, your room's a mess. Get it cleaned up. And it just made my life all that much easier. Well, isn't that what I'm talking about? Your life is your room. This is your room that you live in most of the time. Really, in truth, all the time. And the Lord's just saying, hey, clean it up. Clean your room up. You've made a mess in here. Get things in order. Get things put back in place. You're going to be a lot happier if it's nice and neat and tidy and you know where things are and you can get around the room a lot easier. And that's really true. If you take care of the moment, if you take care of those things that are right in front of you, if you keep things in order of loving, accepting, forgiving, if you keep things in order by being responsible for your thoughts and your feelings, your actions and your reactions, that house and that room is gonna be very tidy, very neat, very easy to move around and, and a joy to be in. Well, that's what we're doing in meditation. We're just going in and cleaning up our room getting everything in order, inside. And what happens if we get the chores done? Hey, you can go out and play. You can go out and have some fun. So by doing the meditation every day, we can go out and have a little more fun in life than we might otherwise have. If you've been meditating for a while and you miss a day, don't you feel it? Don't you feel the difference? It just isn't the same. It's not quite so much fun today. What's missing? What? It's kind of icky. What's going on? Oh, that's right. I didn't meditate. Well, maybe it's just another way of putting it. You didn't clean up your room before you left home. Keep things nice and tidy and neat and arranged and in order inside. And the outer world lines up with that. Keep a mess inside and guess what you find outside? A mess. As above, so below. As within, so without. So pay attention to that. And realize that everything in this world has attached with it this little thread Connected to this word, responsibility. Well, that's your responsibility. Well, that's what you've got to do. So do it. Do your daily life. Do the events in your life that are there for you to be doing. But also do the inner responsibilities. Be responsible for yourself inward and outward. And life will just bring come into a greater balance and you'll find yourself to live a simple pathway in comparison to what it might otherwise be. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be hard. Yeah, challenges will come. Difficulties will approach and present themselves, but you'll approach them differently. And in that approach you'll find that it still will be calm and simple and easy in comparison to how it was before. No longer are you avoiding, no longer are you fearful, no longer are you going to try to run away, escape, put it on somebody else to do it for you. You're just going to approach it and say, okay, in loving, here I am, and I'll handle this in loving. Remember, If something approaches you on your path of life, you've put it there. you created it. So handle your creation. When you begin to handle it, your creation transforms. Because all of a sudden you go, now do I really want to think this again? Now do I really want to say this to them again? Now do I really want to put this energy and this action in the world out there again only to have it come back at me? No, I don't, so I'm gonna take responsibility. I'm not gonna say those words anymore. I'm not gonna tell myself that. I'm not gonna tell them this. I'm not going to avoid. I'm not going to ignore. Whatever it might be. That's the responsibility, not just of a disciple on this pathway, that's the responsibility of the soul in separation. That's the way that a soul gets out of separation and goes back into union in spirit. That's something to pay attention to. And it all starts with mom saying, go clean up your room. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. And... I guess we'll see you all next week.